Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. That's right. Welcome to the all new Score North on 1500. About a month ago, actually three weeks ago, almost a month. 1500 ESPN became Score North, and you can find Score North, Minnesota sports anytime, anywhere, on multiple different platforms. Right here on AM 1500, if you're listening live, maybe in your car in terrible traffic, on scorenorth.com, or you can live stream us, read all kinds of content from Judd, from Matthew Collar, Danny Cunningham, find all of our shows and podcasts, and you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. All at Score North, where we live stream Purple Daily uh, every day at noon. We live stream also Mackie and Jeb with Rami's. Write that down on Friday. So all kinds of new and fun stuff percolating. Twitch count is what now? We're up over 30. Way to go, Twitch. We would specifically like you to give us a subscription or a follow on YouTube because YouTube is where we're cranking out some, some daily stuff as well. And uh, Instagram, we uh, we started a new Instagram account last week, which you can you can find us again at Score North S K O R North. All this live streaming has it, it's a constant reminder of two things for me. One is uh, get back in the gym. You're gross. <laughs> and two is my posture is just terrible. No, like it's a high angle camera. No, it, I'm going to defend you. I sat in that chair today and I saw the same problem. Your posture's fine. The camera's too high. Well, it's oh, not, the camera's not too high. It's well, just that the you guys are too insecure. The camera's at fault. <laughs> the camera's at fault because it, it makes your, your midriff look far bigger than it actually is. No, but my shoulders slouch and go forward. So do mine. Who cares? <laughs> it's a camera problem. Blame it on the camera. It's this HD crap that's come, come along. You know what? You're right. Analog was far better for being fat. Judd, to hell with self-improvement. It's the camera's fault. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never look at yourself. Just get a, get a wider angle. Be like Kevin Durant. <laughs> Just blame the camera, blame the media, blame Man. everybody but yourself. Why do you guys got to live stream me? Why do you even care? Yeah. We'll just blur you out. You don't, you don't care. <laughs> Pixelate. I'm out of here. Pixelated Rami. <laughs> we'll blur both of you guys out. Uh, I, I have a take. I know I know that the gophers will hear me out on this and then tell me if I'm wrong. And Rami, you, you had to actually immerse yourself with these people and this team for 12 years. These people? That sounds racist, but let's see where you're going with this. It, it might be. Okay. It, I don't know if it's racist, but it's definitely going to be... Uh, it's definitely... Be, could it be a fanist or teamist? There's some sort Somewhere of prejudice at, at play here. Programist. Okay. Um, I know the Gophers shot themselves in the foot last night on multiple occasions. They could knock down a three when they needed to. 
They had some bad defensive possessions late. Despite the Gophers shooting themselves in the foot, let me state that Wisconsin is the most insufferable basketball program (laughs) in the country. Hands down, head and shoulders. People complain about Duke. They complain about other programs around the country. The Wisconsin Badgers are the most insufferable group of college hoopsters in the country. You've got Nate Reavers' swooping hair, his bad hair. Not anymore, he's not. Davidson's a Maple Grove kid. You've got like nine dudes named Brevin with pitchfork goatees. (laughs) I'd take most of them. I'd take most of them right here on my basketball team. This Brad Davison clown trying to break players' ankles in the paint. Did you see that? Like sliding underneath Jordan Murphy. It was super cheap, but he's another local kid. They're local kids. Don't ever come be, back across the board. They should be trying to break kids' legs on the opposing team as gophers. <laughs> I don't care if you trip a guy if you play for, for the team I follow. So your problem isn't that they're playing dirty basketball. They're playing dirty basketball in the wrong uniform. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, I don't right. care if you cheat, lie, and steal, as long as you're playing for the right team. This Ethan Happ character who makes his entire team sweat in the last five minutes because he can't make a free throw, and then he gets to taunt the Gopher fan base, he never lost waving here. to them off the... He never lost here in four Congratulations. years. Congratulations. Well, he couldn't... Well, he, okay, all, how we, still can have, you, we still have the axe and beat them in Wisconsin. How can you go on a diatribe against the Wisconsin Badgers after that Gopher team, which, by the way, put up, what, 92 points I'll grant against you the that. Hawkeyes? Everything you're about to say is right. Make some shots, gentlemen. What? Who is this team, too? Like, they drive me crazy. I've been to the Rutgers game. They're not that good. Hawkeyes game. They're not awful. Gophers look great that day. Like, who is this team? Well, you're by 13 at Purdue. Okay, you're at Purdue. They're good. You lose. But last night, take control of that game. Well, I don't know. Well, what, what do you want? Don't overreact to a loss to a good Wisconsin team. They split with Wisconsin, no, no, but, which no, is a, which is a not, win for the Gophers. But on Sunday, you're up by 13 at Purdue. Okay, I'll give you that loss. It's frustrating, but it's on the road. But last night, Wisconsin comes here and did not shoot great, and you're playing on your home floor. Take control. Like, that's the type of game. If I'm going to give you the fact that you are occasionally going to go on on the road in a conference where it's tough to play on the road and lose games like you did to Purdue, all right, I'll give you that. But Wisconsin couldn't shoot last night. If you could shoot, move the ball, that is an eminently winnable game. That's the type of game that you have to win, I think, to make the uh, tournament. I don't think you said anything entirely wrong there. It doesn't mean that Wisconsin's not wildly insufferable. And well, that I sure don't want to just like sure punch then, all of their players shut, in the face. Right, but then shut them up. God. But, then, but no, shut them up then. Make shots against them. Be physical against them. They do have Beat a, them here. They have a certain brand of player. And yes. and, and I think their their fan base follows suit with that brand of player that I can see why it gets under the skin of, of opposing teams and fan bases. I can absolutely see why. And I think what I've always found with Wisconsin basketball and football fans, so they're good programs. Don't get me wrong. They're very, very good programs. But they carry themselves like they're Alabama and Duke in a lot of ways. 
like, okay, let's pump the brakes a little bit here. You Did went you see uh, Ethan Happ giving the Nancy Pelosi clap to the Minnesota Yeah, because yeah, you didn't yeah, lose here. The game last night. Yes. Yeah, it's like, dude, I, I hope whatever team you lose to in the Sweet 16 after you go 7 of 30 from the free throw line, <laughs> I hope they give it right back to you, But aren't dude. you more... And you won't play in the NBA if you can't make a free throw or a jump shot and you're that wired. Aren't so, you more... Listen to me right now. Aren't My you God. more frustrated <laughs> by, like by the kid. fact that the Gophers didn't win that game? Because they... If Wisconsin had come in, in here and played a damn near perfect game and taunted you, I can see saying, okay, you stink. I can't stand your program. But they didn't. I'm far more frustrated by the fact that that is an eminently winnable game for a team that at times has played really well and last night made one three-point shot the entire game. So, uh, yes. It that is, frustrates me. They uh, it, And then, of course, when the Gophers cut it to three, well, they cut it to three about eight different times, but they cut it to three, and Wisconsin sniper dude with a hand in his face pops a three with no. like 50 seconds to go. That's and nice that's shot. just that's just a club that doesn't exist in the Gophers bag. The Gophers just, Blake Hoffarber is the last sniper they really had. And that was 10 years ago. Gabe Kalsher can shoot him, but. He's wildly inconsistent, yeah. though. And he's the only one at this point, I think, who, who can. Yeah. He, I was well, watching well that. actually, the dude who transferred from uh, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, uh, he played three minutes last night. His name escapes. Great. Uh, God, I, I need to get the roster in front of me. But, like, they don't have... That's the other thing. I guess I'm sort of jealous, too. Wisconsin always has three guys who can just knock down sniper threes from 30 feet away when the game is in question. So part of it's me just being annually annoyed by that team and that fan base. Another stall. portion of it, uh, Stall, yes. Um, is it Brock Stall? Brady Stall? Bobby Stall. I don't know. Brad if he played right? if, if he played more minutes, I would know his first name. Yes, and he can shoot threes, but he's not in the greatest of shape, I guess, or something. Yeah, he's a little chubby. He, he looks sort That's of like fine. me. Wear now. a t shirt under your jersey. It'd be fine. So yes, I, <laughs> yeah, I it, wear it, a t shirt everywhere like Judd and I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never take your shirt off and you're fine. So I don't know. I'm I'm frustrated by a million different things after that game. And it it's also annoying that the Gophers have had a bunch of good wins, and yet their net rating is terrible. Their net rating is like in the 60s or something. Yeah. It's not so good. if the NCAA tournament selection process happened right now, you'd look and say, "Oh, the Gophers, you know, they're about 10 games over 500. They're no. 500 in a in a decent conference, and they wouldn't be in. I don't think if the NCAA tournament started today, they have a lot of work to do. They have, they're going to have to win a couple games that they probably shouldn't. Michigan State is a game that they probably have to win this weekend if they want to get to the tournament. Brockstall. Okay. 64209. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, he's the yeah. transfer from yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, sure, he's 209. <laughs> he's 209, and I'm down to 205. I was going to say, those dimensions don't sound like a, a very big yeah. guy. 64, 209. 209 is a guy right. who could take his shirt off with no sweat. Right. No problem at <laughs> all. On the beach. Yeah. Brockstall and me should not take our shirts off <laughs> on the beach. Or that's why I say it's not a weight issue. Like, if I, I don't know, what if I'm 200 pounds. It's not about weight. I need to be six foot four. If I could get taller, I could. I could. Can you stretch yourself out? <laughs> Do they have that like kind a of rubber therapy? band machine? <laughs> uh, so, all right. Thanks for letting me vent about. No problem. I'm glad that you was, got that off your chest. But you it was frustrating. Appreciate it. It Good. was frustrating. They all wear cargo shorts and and Brewers jerseys too. I'm sure. Uh-oh. Now you're hitting <laughs> close to home for Rami. You ever notice that about your about Brewers fans? The Brewer Bros. They always wear they wear like Ryan Braun jerseys. The Brewer Bros. It's Ryan Braun jerseys. It's it's those tan cargo shorts and it's and it's sandals. There yeah, there is a certain there is a certain section of Brewers fans that absolutely fits that description. Yeah, I will, it's called all of them, actually. I will give them this. Arguably, arguably the best 
logo in sports. The ball and glove Brewers logo? I love that logo. It is maybe the best. It's top five for sure in all of sports. Phil doesn't want to admit it. Come on, Phil. It's a great logo. It's creative. It's a creative logo. You put the M and the B in the glove like that. You know, I didn't even see the M and B in the logo until I started working in Milwaukee. Oh, really? We're the same guy. My wife and I are Can't at Miller. Smile. My wife and I, I don't take our shirts I, I off. I kid you guys not, are at Miller Park years ago, and she's and I'm talking about oh that logo is just so cool because it looked cool to me, and she's like, well, you know what that is, right? I'm like, no, it's just a cool logo. She's like, seriously, you don't know? It's an M and a B with a glove. I'm like, what? I think we just discredited every. Relatively smart conversation that's ever happened on this show. It's a great logo, but it is a but great to logo. this day, when I bring it up, she's like, "You didn't even know." Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami, and Mackie and Judd with Rami will be at the golf show tomorrow and on Saturday, a special Saturday edition of the show. We're here on the all new Score North on fifteen hundred Score North. Dot com. It's the middle of the week. It's the offseason for the NFL. It's the offseason for baseball. So we thought we'd let you know what's going on in other news. This comes Dateline, Port St. Lucie. A man accused of destroying Christmas decorations after his sister asked him to speed up a romantic rendezvous with his girlfriend was arrested on several charges. An affidavit states, Port St. Lucie police on December 4th went to a reported domestic disturbance and spoke to a woman identified as Zachary Crandall's sister. Hmm. The sister said she went to use the bathroom she shares with her brother, but discovered him in it, having relations with his girlfriend. She said she asked him a bunch of times to hurry up, but he refused. She texted her mother for help. After Crandall got out of the bathroom and his girlfriend left, Crandall confronted his sister. The report states, during Zachary's outrage, he began destroying Christmas decorations in the living room before throwing a diaper box in his sister's direction. (laughs) (laughs) Police say Crandall refused to secure his dogs in another bathroom, making it not safe for officers to enter. Crandall eventually was captured after treating... Out the back door, Crandall of Port St. Lucie, Florida, of course it's Florida, was arrested on charges including battery, obstruction of justice, criminal mischief, simple assault on law enforcement, and resisting without evidence. Are there photos of these people? There is a photo of uh, this uh, this young man, Zachary right. Crandall. He has an abnormally large head and a neck tattoo, of course. The neck tattoo uh, is what I had in my head, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So... Her requests don't seem that out of the realm of the sister's requests. Yeah, you see, I'm help I'm, me out here. I'm taking the side of Zachary Crandall in this thing because Do you have a neck tattoo. Uh, I don't have a neck tattoo. Um, I don't. Any time I've ever walked in on any sort of relations going on, I've felt like I'm the person who's wrong and needs to excuse myself. Who walks into that and goes, hurry it up? You know know what I mean? Where where was it exactly again? (laughs) He's in Port St. Lucie. No, 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 no. But he, but he was in a bathroom that he and his sister share with his girlfriend. Okay. That seems, that seems pretty over the top to be, Using the bathroom for the purposes that they were, if I share it with you. But they you. were. Like, okay, you got a problem with that. Have a talk with him afterwards. Who who walks into that and goes, hurry it up. Come on. Let's this go. Is, this is easily solvable, right? I got to go the back. The old, like, sock on, sock on <laughs> the door handle trick, right? Just yeah. To, 
little I, warning sign. I can see that, but to me, the sister is in the wrong here. In my personal opinion, the, si- totally the, si- the sister is in the wrong here. And if anything, if anything, her her and and her her rushing him is slowing things down. Like, let him concentrate, and he'll probably be done sooner than if you're standing there trying to hurry the dude up. Is it the, yeah, yeah, knocking on the door probably probably lengthens the process exactly. by a good three to four minutes. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is this, do, do we know the only bathroom in the house? Uh, well, they're sharing it. Um, she said that she was trying to call her mother for help. So I don't know if they, if they both still live with the mother and this is a bathroom that they share under their mother's roof. If that's the case... The poor mother is the real victim in all of this. I would also I would also say this when you knock on the door and interrupt the act going on at that point, mm-hmm. it shouldn't prolong it. It should just end it. Like you're like, oh, okay, someone's trying to come in. Let's just not. Let's just stop. Like 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 it's How? not like it's not like you're going like you're peeing and you gotta cut it off. How, how, like, so detailed. How, how far in? Oh well, you, which is impossible to do. I, I need to know. Like how, no human being can do I that. I need to know how far into the process um, they are before I, I know if it's a reasonable expectation to ask him to cut it short. I feel like you've opened up Pandora's well, box. Yeah, a, lot of, a lot of this depends on, listen, as someone who there's some stomach issues once in a while and there's, mo- <laughs> there's moments of panic, you... You you know that your clock is ticking and someone's in that bathroom and you're starting to think about your plan B. I can see how you would pound on the door and be so you would upset. you would try and rush things. It it's all I need more I need more details. I guess is what I'm saying. If it's okay. the only toilet in the house, yes. Did I, yeah. A, did I have a patty melt, buffalo wings, yeah. and five PBRs <laughs> in, the night before? If so, I'm on a clock. I gotta go. Ate. I'm not interrupting sweet sweet love. <laughs> This story is from, in other news, this story is from Alabama.com. Again, that's Alabama.com. I feel like Alabama has to be as rich for these stories as Florida is. The terrible twos (laughs) have begun. At least they have for Ezra Ingersoll. Ezra's mother, Kelsey Ingersoll, said she brought her family to have dinner with some friends and their children at Rotolo's Pizzeria in Fairhope on Monday night. The group ate their food in the game room so the kids could play and the parents could keep an eye on them. At some point, little Ezra made a decision. He wanted a toy from the claw machine. Quote from the mother, I had been checking on the kids every couple minutes to make sure they were still playing nicely. And all of a sudden, my daughter ran over to me and said Ezra was inside the toy machine. (laughs) Oh, no. Kelsey, the mother, turned around and saw her two-year-old son standing up inside the claw (laughs) toy machine. That's remarkable. The the opening was large enough for the child to crawl in, the mother said, but the machine door wasn't open in the other, or wouldn't open in the other direction, and she quickly realized her son was stuck. The restaurant didn't have a key to the machine. There's only one solution here. You got to put quarters in and use the claw to get your kid out. I was just going to say. No, you got to call the fire department. You got to call the fire department and get them to break that sucker. First responders. Yes. There's actually pictures. I started looking up the story. There are actually pictures of the kid in the claw machine. Yeah. This is amazing. Hold on one sec. Let's see. That. It's video. Oh, wow. <laughs> First oh. responders eventually took the top off the machine and climbed oh. in to grab the kid. He wasn't hurt, and police officers made sure to give Ezra the toy he worked so hard to get. I might just leave. <laughs> I never really liked the kid that much. Let's just leave. 
Don't you have to try and use the claw? A couple quarters, use the claw to try and get the kid out. I would. And actually, I think the kid is fair game. Like, if another you know person came by and played the claw machine and yanked him out, they get to keep the kid. Finders keepers. You know what I want to hear? The call. The call on that. Hello, the first response 911, what's your emergency? <laughs> My child is stuck in a claw machine. What? Are you drunk? No, my kid's really stuck in a claw machine. That's Click, one where up. that's one where they definitely hang up the first time that you call with that. They're like, "Okay, the, sir, nine one one is for emergencies. Please don't play games, yes. all right?" And they hang up on you. No, it's local Perkins. We got a problem down here. The wishing well. I like Rami's idea though. I think I think if you if you're next in line, you get before the first responders get there, you get ten cracks. If you <laughs> if you get that kid. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking the kid home. Good. The parents are like, yep, good. Go ahead. Him. Keep him. In other news. All right. Back to Florida. Of course. One Florida w- woman apparently really wanted a blooming onion. Deanne Seltzer was arrested last week after she alleged- allegedly attacked her parents and chased her father with a 12-inch knife for refusing to take her to Outback Steakhouse. You know what? Without reading another word... I'm on the side of the gal who wants the blooming onion. <laughs> and I will. Have you ever had one of those? And they I will are show incredible. you. I will show you the picture. Not a complete derelict. Mar- S- sorry, John. I'll let you see this. I found a new love. She's <laughs> not. She's not a complete derelict. I mean, she's a derelict, but she's not a, a complete one. She punched her mom with a closed fist on her chest and arm. CBS 12 reported. Seltzer's father intervened and sustained scratches to his face and upper body. Seltzer then allegedly picked up a foot-long decorative knife and began to chase her father around the house, threatening, I'm going to kill you. Her her dad was eventually able to wrestle the knife away without sustaining further injury. Palm Beach County Police arrived at the home and charged Seltzer with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, domestic battery, and battery of a person 65 or older. She then posted bond, and a judge, I know you're going to be shocked by this, gentleman, ordered her to undergo a mental health evaluation within days of her release. Okay, question off of this story. Okay. Of course, it's from Florida. So, Opak Steakhouse is a chain restaurant. Yes. Which chain restaurant menu items would you guys most likely wind up as the subject of this new story in? <laughs> because you're ready to fight if you can't get it. Like, mom and dad won't take you. Yes. And you meltdown. I've got two for you guys. Oh, okay. That's a good question. The, Hang the, on. The, the Perkins Chicken Tender Melt Sandwich mm. is on my list. You know what I love from Perkins is chicken on a biscuit. Really? You ever, yeah. Have you never, ever gone there for breakfast and gotten the chicken on a biscuit? Is it like an open face sandwich? Thing? Yeah, they put gravy on top. Some I've cheese. never done this. Oh, it's so good. It oh, is no. so good. We'll explore that. We might have to take a trip to Perkins. I think uh, <laughs> I think we're going to be broadcasting live at some point. <laughs> hey, from Perkins. And the other one is is one. the Orient the fried Oriental chicken salad at Applebee's is unbelievable. It's been a staple at Applebee's for like twenty or thirty, however long Applebee's so you, has been. In so existence. you would threaten bodily harm. If you were deprived of that, I would attempt to inflict bodily harm. <laughs> right, yes, not just. Yeah. Okay, so oh, so you threaten it and actually yeah, go through yes, with it? Yes. I don't even know. I don't know. If I mean, the blooming onion is up there on my list. Pretty. High. I love. So me really, a what you're onion. saying is this gal was in the right. I mean, mom and dad were in the wrong. If I didn't have a girlfriend, I might take her for a blooming onion. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and lock the bathroom while someone's knocking on the door, who then tries to destroy your house and gets arrested, and everything right comes full circle. Full circle in other news here on Mackie and Judd with Robbie. Uh, right now at Luther Brookdale Toyota, before we wrap with Roycey. 
Now through the end of February, if you have any service done on your vehicle, you'll be eligible to receive up to $1,000 off that service courtesy of Toyota. That's right. They'll they'll bring uh, $1,000 into your bank account if you bring your vehicle in now through the end of February. If you are the fortunate winner, you can have $1,000 off your service bill paid by Toyota. Some restrictions apply, so ask some questions. Also, more great news. If you've got a service light on in your vehicle like I do right now and you're confused about it, bring it into my friends at Luther Brookdale Toyota. They'll turn that light off, tell you what it means, and give you a free, no-obligation estimate on repair. Uh, it's the best service department in the Twin Cities. It's people that I've known and my family have known for a long, long time uh, that have been running the place. And they just give you that peace of mind. You know, the weather is frightful outside. And if you're like me and you're sort of a uh, just oblivious when it comes to car-related things, you want that peace of mind. Corner of 694 on Brooklyn Boulevard and LutherBrookdaleToyota.com. I promise they will not chase you around with a machete. That's thing number one to remember. Mackie and Judd with Rami. Thank you, Jonathan. Mackie and Judd with Rami. Uh, we rap with Roycey every day. We just read two news stories from Florida about psychopaths and uh, bathroom sex and things. Like when you're in Florida, do you see some of these like weird news stories? That, did you ever see weird news stories playing out in front of you in Florida, Pat? I have not really uh, seen. Uh, I suppose I've seen some weirdos, but I, I just saw a woman uh, pushing her cat around in the stroller. Does that count? I don't know. Oh, that counts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it didn't seem to be uh, underneath a, like a screen too, like it was a baby back there, except it was a black cat. So uh, that's that was that was kind of qualifying, but I haven't really uh, felt uh, endangered in any way. No. You haven't come across uh, Florida, man. The infamous Florida man. I love Florida man. No, <laughs> Florida man is. <laughs> hey, when I remember when I first went to Orlando, uh, there's a place there called I think it was Orange Blossom Trail, which had some uh, gentlemen's clubs and uh, some uh, hotels that were rather of a divey nature. And there was a story in the Orlando Sentinel about a man who had been arrested because he was wandering down the street and he was blood covered and when the cops came up he threw the head of someone he had decapitated at the front of the car and started to run away so i decided to stay off orange blossom trail for <laughs> probably not going to work right there right pat no no and he, not only that it was in a cheap hotel where he did the killing too so that was that was that was i think like my first year down there. That's a bad way to go. My my goodness, what's going on? Judd and I stayed in a hotel during spring training one time that we felt that that vibe. Like the one behind (laughs) Waffle House before they remodeled it. Yeah. Oh yeah, over the, we had a guy. We had a shooting in the parking lot there last year. You know, at uh, Waffle between Waffle House and Taco Bell. There, uh, I'm not surprised. Some, <laughs> some fellas that were in, uh, you know, uh, community groups that were uh, that were rivals, apparently uh, in the <laughs> drug trade. Uh, one of them. Uh, one of Rival them. Uh, community groups. One of them drove up, and shot the guy with his drive-through or something. It was, uh, you know, because it, uh, which really irritated everybody because they had Daniel's Parkway closed off for about four hours. That <laughs> made Daniel's Parkway bad enough when uh, when there's not a uh, uh, murder taking place. So, that might yeah, have that been was... the most politically correct way to describe gangs I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Rival community Rival groups. groups. Yes. Sounds yeah. like a couple high school teams played. I think they have a, I think they meet in a treehouse every, uh, you know, every, every week or something. So I gotta say how in the heck you get beat at home 
when the other team shoots 34.5%. That's what I want to know. It took work, Pat. That is a a bad loss. It is. It took a lot of work. They could not. They they were. Uh, Gabe Kelsher made the first three point attempt that the golfers took, and then I believe after that for the evening they were zero for twelve. Patrick, and they're what three out of twenty six or something the last two games. Yeah. Well, he's the only guy they got that can shoot a three. But you know what? They wanted with Madison when Amir Coffee played great, and just looking at what I saw last night in the box score is uh, he was awful last night. So. That's you, you're not going. They're probably not going to beat anybody when he plays awful. And uh, it appeared that he played awful. I guess he was okay the last seven eight minutes, but when he's bad for thirty two, uh, that's that's not good. And they filled the place too, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, and those eight o'clock start times are easier to fill too. But they had there was at least a full couple sections of Wisconsin fans. I saw our friend Nadine Babu taking videos of them and complaining about Nadine them on Twitter. It's upset that hey Nadine. You'd rather have the seats full and not care where they came from, wouldn't you? It would, would, isn't it nice to have 14 in there and the place rocking and rolling? Nah, who cares where they come from, right? You'd rather have 11,000 and not have any Wisconsin people in there? I don't see it that way. So my biggest problem with the Gophers is you're telling me across the entire state of Minnesota you can't find two sniper shooters to put out there for 15 <laughs> minutes a night? It doesn't make any sense. How can you go the last the last real true shooter? Unless I'm missing somebody that they had was probably Blake Hoffarber. Yeah, Hoffarber, you're right. Uh, it was uh, you know it was a he he could shoot the three. That's for sure. And uh, that that was probably it. I I don't know who's do we have we produced one that's throwing it up. Uh, J P Makura or whatever his name was. He could shoot. He he was a. He was quite a, sh- a shooter, the guy that ended up running out to Xavier, but I'm not. I'm trying to figure out how many Minnesota has produced that are capable of having at least a reasonable total, uh, you know, a reasonable amount of quickness to play in the Big Ten. But uh, Big Ten, I'm sorry, this best conference in the country, BS, this is not a good-looking league right now. Michigan State's lost three in a row. Uh, well, since they lost Langford, I didn't know he was that important. Michigan is not doesn't have a physical presence. Uh, if they're not making threes, they're no good. Purdue's I, Purdue looks like they're the best team in the league right now. But this, is, I mean, it's balanced, but it's not balanced in a good way. I don't think it's 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 balanced with mediocrity. But that's kind of the case with basketball, college basketball in general right now. You got four or five big teams, and then that's about it. On the uh, pro level today, of course, was NBA trade deadline day, and the Wolves, uh, I don't know if they decided to stand pad or if just <laughs> nothing materialized, but what did you make of the inactivity well, by the Wolves I, I today? I did see the headline at the Star Tribune that they were trying to trade Jang and uh, Teague, and I tweeted that I'm trying to trade 50 pounds of cellulite for 20 pounds of muscle, too. <laughs> that's, not going, that's not going well either. So I, we had, we both had the same chance of pulling that off. I mean, Teague's not, you know, Teague's this year has, what, played half the games, maybe, or, you know, 60% of the games. And Georgie is, Teague's got... Teague's, you owe Teague 19 million, and you owe Georgie, what, 16? 16 yeah, or is it's it a lot two now. more years or one more you're not going to get rid of either of those guys and i'll tell you who uh loaded up man tobias harris at, at, at philadelphia starting five if butler's playing and is now willing to throw the ball to somebody that's as good as starting five 
except for Golden State when they're at their best, that you're going to find in the league. Unbelievable. Because that guy's terrific, 6'8", and uh, having a great year for the Clippers. How about the Clippers giving up, though? That's, that's kind of weird, isn't it? They're actually playing okay and uh, going to make the playoffs, and they basically trade this guy because he's going to be a free agent. Did you see the change that baseball made today, Patrick Royce? What did we do? I missed it. We are no longer going to term it the disabled list. It is now the injured list. We are okay. we, oh, we have because changed. It's, uh, disabled people felt it was offensive. Yes, dis- yes, exactly okay. right. So now, All so right. so All we right. are now going to the ten day, I guess, injured <laughs> list as opposed to DL. Well, I got to tell you guys a story. Uh, the Gophers were playing Ohio University in the May stage, and Ohio uh, that Frank uh, that no that that guy who ran the. Uh, Option offense, who ended up going to Virginia. Frank Grob, was it? Grob, something like that. He was the coach. And the guy from Ohio U came around before the, you know, like in the middle of the second period and asked all of us to just refer to them as Ohio and not Ohio U, you know. And I said, thanks a lot, pal. Now i got to go back and put all those U's in this copy. <laughs> I had Ohio in there, but now I got to go put all those U's in this copy. Now that you've told me that, I'll have to always make sure I use disable list, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you got to use disable list now. You got to say he suffered a knee injury and is now disabled. <laughs> what? What did I? I think about ten years back or more, football went to don't call them exhibition games. Oh yeah, they're preseason. They're they're yeah. they're preseason games because they're competitive, and every journalist after that referred to them as exhibition well, games. We we went on a crusade oh. to try and get them to call them friendlies a couple years ago. I know, yeah. which was even friendly. better. I love friendly. Friendly I was great. Friendly. Jonathan's in on that. Too. It's the Cardinals that's and Vikings the, and a friendly. That's the only one of the soccer terms that I really like is friendlies. <laughs> that means we're going to charge you idiots full price and not give a damn who wins. It's a friendly. Way to go. Uh, Pat, By the way, I keep reading these soccer stories. Does that mean our boys are in practicing and getting ready to go here? Yeah, it's preseason. They are uh, about a month away from now, one a month away now from kicking off the season. Well, when do they when do they play friendlies then? Uh, when they, do they start playing friendlies. They, they played like two at least. They right? played their third one last oh, night. Have they? Yeah. Now they're back, right? They're on. Uh, they're on Score North, right? They're one. They're on the North Key Station. Right? They are back, and you Way know this go. is this is a good platform to announce that Jonathan Harrison will be leading the pregame, halftime, and postgame coverage with Dan Terhar, Jamie Watson, Callum Williams, Kindred D. St. Aubin, and the whole crew. Now start working on your Brit accent, Jonathan. Gotta get you. <laughs> no. You, you got to start listening to those Callum tapes. We got to get you sound in that. And you got to sound breathless every once in a while. Go with the breathless. That's good too. The soccer announcers are always they're always sucking wind. It's so exciting. Uh, <laughs> so you get get that accident go accident. I will work on that. He's 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 one of the crafty rogues now officially, but the only one who has an English accent or an American accent. Pat, we uh, <laughs> Pat, you you would consider yourself a, a movie connoisseur or a big movie oh, goer, I'm, right? I'm one of the greats. Yes. So, all right. So, what's more embarrassing? We yesterday, uh, Judd, myself, and Rami, and and Jonathan, we all admitted 
Movies we're most embarrassed to say we've never seen before. Which one of these three is the most embarrassing? I've never seen a Star Wars movie. Rami's never seen Remember the Titans. And Judd's never seen Hoosiers. Uh, Rami's third. Uh, Thank you. That's, that's okay. You got permission. I like the movie, but you got permission to miss that one. Uh, you uh, are number one there, Phil, with uh, Star Wars, because the original Star Wars is fantastic. You can throw the rest of them out, but the original <laughs> Star Wars is fantastic. And I agree to disagree. I mean, Hoosiers has become a euphemism for underdogs in American sports, so uh, that uh, Judd uh, should be uh, required to watch it just to see what people are talking about. No Bond films, too, Patrick, for me. I've never seen really? a Bond film. Never seen one. And there's like 24 chances, I, too, I know, to have seen one. I'd, I'd start with the Jill St. John one, not because... It's a great one, just Jill. Just for Jill, Jill St. John. Jill is at her primo right there. I think that's where she hides one of the tapes in the back of her bikini at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, it's, it's a fantastic piece. <laughs> what year is that one? Actress. What an actress. I don't know. Probably 1971. Whatever it was, Jill was, uh, Jill was uh, sort of the uh, America's entire love interest back then. She was, she was numero uno for about two years there, and she was at the prime of her skills right then. We'll make this happen. We're going to make this the happen. I do a review. Skills. Oh yeah, here she is. Yeah. You did the same thing I did, huh? <laughs> fetching. <laughs> yes, fetching. Yeah, she She's, was at the prime of her skills. I thought, yeah. the best, I thought the best Bond movie ever, though, was the first one, Doctor No. I thought it was fantastic. I actually thought uh, From Russia with Love was better than yeah, Doctor No. That was great too. That yeah, was great too. Who was but your favorite Bond, Connery. Pat? Oh, Connery, with yeah. hundred miles. And then Daniel Craig is second, yeah. and everybody in between. It became a, it became a cartoon for many many years. And Daniel, when I got Daniel Craig, they kind of went back to sort of the original uh, premise of the things. That yes, they were there was a lot of gimmicky nonsense, but it wasn't a cartoon. It was Roger Moore was a cartoon. I thought so. Yeah, I uh, I think we need to get Judd. We'll pick one from each from each. Uh, yeah, I'll start era. with that Saint John one. Okay. I'm with Pat, uh, Patrick's re- recommendation there. We'll start with that. All right. All right, Pat. Doctor right. Strange Love, greatest movie ever made. None of you guys have even watched it. Never seen it. Yeah. yeah. No. I think Phil tried and fell asleep. I don't asleep. know what to do with you. It's true. I, I don't know what to do with Phil you. Phil tried. Pat. I did try watching it. It off. And I don't know if it was because it was late at night on a Saturday and I had a couple bourbons in me, but I did fall asleep halfway through it, and I need to finish it. <laughs> no fighting in the war room. <laughs> <laughs> Peter oh. Sellers played three characters in it. It was it's fantastic. We need to do a movie review podcast with Pat, but like oh, to help sure. us do movies we've never seen but before. Yeah, coming up these Academy Awards, I might as well sit them out. I've seen about three of them. They're just none of them are my cup of tea. The favorite, which is probably going to win, I can't. I couldn't stand it. It was awful. None of them so. have none of them have subtitles. That's why. Yeah, well, that's the, the favorite. Could have had subtitles, but it was. Uh, I, I don't know what what was great about it but boy i I sure missed it so anyway pat we'll talk to you tomorrow all right gentlemen see you all right we uh, wrap with roycey every day on the show uh diamonds are forever is the jill st john bond movie is that 1971 okay yep it's also a great kanye song yeah Yeah. you know i had to explain that to a couple youngins in the building what that that was a sample from it's like oh that's the uh that's the that's the bond theme from early 70s like what no it's a kanye song no 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 (laughs) No, it's a. Uh, Did Danny not. not know that? Man, kids these days. No, that, it was. That sounds uh, like something from the digital department that you get mad oh, at. Oh, shocked by that. <laughs>
people who invade well, perhaps our, if they put, our if they coffee put machine down, every day. Perhaps if they put down the coffee and and listen to your tutorials about things, they could learn something. Uh, Pat is, I don't think he's right about Dr. No. Dr. No's great. And there is, there really, there's only about two or three Bond movies that you could probably just throw out of the 23 or 24. All more ones? No. I, I actually, well, a couple of them. Yeah, you're probably right. But there's one that had, um, who was the guy between Connery and Roger Moore? That was so bad they had to dub in a different voice. Really? On Her Majesty's Secret Service is this it was was a one off Bond movie. God, his name escapes me. Now I gotta Google it. Yeah, do we have time to Google it before we do. the Here show it is. is over? Right. It was um It's a race against the clock. Let's see. It's very uh, Bond like. Oh uh, my god. George Lazenby. George Lazenby. So he got one shot and he goofed it up. He was I think bad. it was his first ever acting role, period. So what <laughs> Why would he get the and they made him look James the, Bond? They thought he looked the part of James Bond, and they wow. could figure out the acting stuff, and they were wrong. That's very dicey. So he was that. a one-and-done Bond, and then they went back to Sean Connery for a minute, and, and then and then into Roger. Isn't that what they did with Andrew Wiggins? They were like, hey, he looks like a basketball yeah. player. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, like, dub in, we'll just dub in the stuff that, you know, that, he, that he can't do. Mackie and Joe with Rami, on demand at scorenorth.com, S-K-O-R-North.com. Live from the... Golf show at the Minneapolis Convention Center tomorrow. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars, and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel, and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.